After my introductory post, it naturally follows that I might address the general biblical concept of watching just a little more. As you might expect, this concept is presented differently in the scripture, depending on the context in which it is used. Ancient Roots of Modern-Day Surveillance and Watching At the darkest, highest spiritual level, the most evil characters, fallen angels-slash-Nephilim, were originally labeled as watchers by Enoch. This kind of intrusive spying and surveillance nature evil has always existed, some might say since the original serpent in the garden, and it certainly continues even to this day. Now it is enhanced by high-tech spying methods. It looks to catch us in our wrongdoing, and then hold us falsely accused or condemned, via age-old methods such as blackmail, shakedown, extortion, etc. We know from Scripture that the Pharisees, priests and scribes many times tried to catch and accuse even Jesus himself, for example for violating the Sabbath, eating with tax collectors, giving non-kosher responses to their trap questions, etc. This type of continuous watching is done for the purpose of attempting to accuse, condemn, and then to ultimately imprison, control and hold an individual in bondage. This, then, allows the enemy control. As mentioned above, it comes from a very dark, yet highly powerful, spiritual place. Of course, Jesus himself was never going to be fooled by these methods, and repeatedly called out these Pharisees as hypocrites. Note, I mention this type of watching here, early on in this blog writing, because this is one primary method, along with intentional deception, used by the modern-day Chaldean-slash-Babylonian-slash-Pharisee types in order to gain incredible power and influence, as well as to eliminate any threats to that power. This Antichrist group, which operates and schemes in secret, will be a very important topic in my future writings, and I believe will help provide some fresh, new insight for interpreting and explaining various prophetic scripture, as well as some assistance in deciphering current events. Only God truly sees all. So now I have the opportunity to contrast the above with the good news. At the highest, brightest spiritual level, God watches the God who we know is all-powerful, all-knowing, and omnipresent. His eyes are everywhere, Proverbs 15:3, in a way that the evil one cannot counterfeit, and we also know from Jesus' teachings that He is with His people always, Matthew 28:20. God in His angel spirit is one of love and protection, for our benefit, and even for our own course correction. God especially watches those who He calls His people and who He enlists to reach the world with His message of love, forgiveness, grace and salvation. We know that Jesus Christ ultimately came to this earth and died to save our souls so that we can call on His name, ask forgiveness of our sins, ask to be delivered from bondage and to be set free. Awake and watching for the return of Jesus Christ. With all of that said, I finally arrive at the primary, most important, meaning and purpose for watching that is, our own watching for Jesus Christ's return. In order to watch, we must first be awake. When we are spiritually awake, we are more likely to be discerning and less likely to be deceived. Children of the light, as Paul mentions in 1 Thessalonians 5 5, are those who are children of the day, and those who are awake and sober in their watching. Jesus states that servants of a house should be awake and keep watch because they do not know the time at which the owner, he, will return, and so that when he does, he should not find them sleeping. In instructing us about the end times, Jesus says, Take ye heed, watch and pray. Mark 13 33. When Jesus instructed his disciples to stay awake and watch in the Garden of Gethsemane, he said that they should remain awake so they should not fall into temptation as a result of weakness of the flesh, fear, etc. It is interesting that upon his disciples falling asleep in Gethsemane, against his instruction, Jesus was then betrayed into the hands of sinners, Mark 14:41. I believe that the modern-day application of this is that the church is an institution and its leaders has fallen into apostasy, and that many individual Christians are also being caught by various temptations, 
deception and lies of the modern-day, Antichrist Chaldeans. As a result, Christ is being abandoned once again. Meanwhile, the Chaldean group headed by world leaders and elites seeks to ensure that current world systems and processes in place will make for a natural transition for the arising and, initial, acceptance of a world government and its leader, Antichrist, who will presumably solve the world's problems and, of course, protect their own interests. But we who are awake know that this will usher in even greater troubles and chaos such as that which the world has never seen. This will be the tribulation period. Those of us who are truly awake clearly see the signs of the times, and the time of the signs. I firmly believe that we are in that season. Remember, in the days of Noah, only he and his family were awake, watching and prepared. And then the flood came. Grace and Peace. LL, Lion's Lair.